It was a good team win. Um, look, that's a well-coached football team. They play very hard. They do a lot of things that pose a lot of issues. You know, it was a week that we had to do a lot of prep as a team to account for a lot of things they have, both personnel and scheme-wise. I'm pleased with the team effort. I'm pleased with how the coaches came together this week and worked on the plan, got their players prepared. Uh, we were able to make a lot of plays down a stretch in all three phases. These are things that really carried over for us. Obviously, there's some weapons on that team you know, that are going to be productive regardless of what you do, and you got to play through the storm a little bit. So a lot of credit to those guys in terms of how they play. We'll see them in a few weeks, and uh, we got some things to look at on tape and obviously you know, make sure we keep moving in the right direction as a team. That being said, open up any questions you have. How did you feel like the operation went with uh, Freddie calling plays today? You know what? I was pleased on the way the offensive coaches worked throughout the week. I was pleased on how they communicated on the sideline, made some adjustments. Obviously, some things we've got to go ahead and continue to do better, you know, and make sure that we have avenues for, you know, plays and, and put ourselves in position to be more productive in some areas. But I was pleased with some of the adjustments down the stretch. You know, it was a very productive drive we had in the fourth quarter. Got the ball backed up, took a lot of time off it, ended up with points, put us in position to make it a touchdown game. That was critical, you know, within this situation here. I was pleased with how those guys all worked together throughout the week, got their players prepared. I was very pleased with how the players responded throughout the week in terms of working and then performing today, you know, as a team. So your defense produced four turnovers today. I, I know sometimes those things come in bunches, but what was what was different and what worked so well for you guys this afternoon? I think with the defense, the point we made this week was it's just about team defense. And that sounds generic, right? We say that a lot, team defense. When you play a team like this, and when you look at the offense in terms of how they make a lot of plays, and they've been so productive with the run game specifically in the last few weeks, and really what leads to those runs being so productive. And a lot of times it's they do a good job coming off the ball, so don't take this the wrong way. But you know they do a really good job more so than just knocking you off the ball of getting you out of lanes, getting you misfits, getting the edge, getting you out of the C-gap, whatever it may be. And they really go ahead and they pose a threat and pose issues with the way that quarterback can run. And the one thing he does a really, really good job of is he holds that thing at that mesh point for a long time. And that really forces the read and it forces you to declare as a defense and how you're going to play. And this guy does a really good job of running this offense in terms of taking what you give him. And you can see that in every game you see it today as well, that he's very productive with his legs. And he knows how to extend plays. But really those quarterback runs are design runs he does a really good job of. So... You know, we talk about the defense preparing this week. It's all about assignment football, okay? It's all about kind of just playing your job, playing your role, and trusting everyone. Now, this isn't like playing Georgia Tech, you know, or not anymore, but it's isn't like playing a triple option teams, okay, where you're facing those kinds of schemes. But it's very similar in terms of you've got to play that assignment defense against this team and understanding how all the pieces fit and who has each responsibility and trust the guys to make the plays. That our linebackers as a whole did a good job tackling today in space. Thought there were opportunities that we got after him in the past game and put some pressure on him. That was a bonus. But in terms of the run game, I thought the tackling overall was good. Now, there's some we've got to correct. There's some things in the open field. We had bad entry. Got to keep our feet moving into contact, keep our eyes up, wrap, and get them on the ground. But I thought overall, one of the biggest folks we had this week was tackling. And it was a shorter week, so we didn't have a pad of practice. Went out there and went live and popped pads. So that's something you've got to make sure you get and simulate in different ways. But the open field work is critical preparing for a team like this and a player like him. All right, where you've got to really be good and disciplined in space to play with your feet moving, the right entry, the right leverage, and finish the tackle. I thought overall as a team that was good. And obviously there's some that he made us miss, and we got to keep improving. We don't have any missed tackles, but you got to minimize them against a team like this. Joe, one of the things that you guys did, you picked him three times, he'd thrown five all year. I mean, was it pressure or what? Well, it's, it's always a combination of everything. It's always a combination of, number one, can you stop the run and put them in a position where they have to throw? And then when they do throw, can you get enough pressure on them that even if it's not directly on that play, does that, you know, does that accumulate throughout the game that they feel that pressure in their head and that internal clock running? And then it comes down to playing assignment football in the back end as well with Xavier and those guys in terms of breaking and making the interceptions. 
uh, you know, obviously Tad won the end half, but it's just being in the right place, right time, but playing with good discipline. If it's man, you got to play your leverage, you got to look through your man. If it's zone, you got to play the right depth, right zone, you got to make sure that you're keying the quarterback and you're moving it the right way. You know, so you've got to play your assignment. I think really just as a whole, the plays come to you when you play your assignment, you play the right technique, right discipline, you play flying around the ball. Can you talk about the development of Xavier and Julian Love? Yeah, so I think both guys really just make constant improvement. You know, Zay's a guy that last year obviously missed a significant amount of development time with being hurt. And, uh, you know, he saw him last year improve every week. He's a guy that this year has continuously gotten better, you know, and, you know, part of the thing with the defense early on is you got to put the right guys in the right places, right? Find out how to use your guys best, be most productive. One thing we've really found with him is, look, this guy can do a lot of things close to the line of scrimmage. He can blitz, he can cover man. You know, he can play underneath as a robber. He does all those things very well. The one thing he really does exceptionally well is playing a deep part of the field. And that's where he's made a lot of plays right now. He plays with very good vision, very good instincts. He's very intelligent. He understands what he's seen earlier in that game as well as on tape to kind of go ahead and calculate the formation along with the personnel of how they're using it, what they're going to get to. But he plays a good discipline on the back end of the field. And he's made a lot of plays by sitting back there, letting the play develop. And then he's obviously has a skill set physically to make those breaks and finish with those catches right there. Coach, so you have a lot of moving parts in the secondary. Can you talk about those guys at the end, especially the play of Aaron Robinson? Yeah, so we lost a couple guys, obviously, with getting injured. Um, so we'll check on them, see where they're at. I know right now they're both getting looked at, you know, by the medical team. You know, in terms of, you know, the next guy coming up, that's why we practice everyone, prepare everybody. You know, we talk about it all the time. You know, whoever's in the game has to be productive and produce. A-Rob's a guy similar in a lot of ways to what Zay dealt with last year, as we just talked about, in terms of he missed a lot of time, you know, in development because of the injury situation. And he's improved every week. And this guy has a really good skill set. Uh, he's very instinctive. This guy plays physical. You know, but what you see week after week is for these young guys especially, they have to understand how to really make sure they play with the right technique discipline in these matchups because the reality is everyone they're ever going to cover in this league is a good athlete. Everyone's got a skill set. That's why they're here. So you got to play with the right fundamentals and discipline, and he's really improved on that aspect of it right there. And obviously, you know, he's very aggressive, you know, at the point of attack with the ball coming right there as far as making breakups or getting handled the ball. Um, I like the way this guy works. You know, he's, he's not shy. He's got a quiet demeanor to him. The guys know he's always listening, but he's a very good communicator at the same time, which is kind of you know, ironic to say that you know, he's not, you know, he's quiet, but he's a good communicator. I think the thing he does best in communicating, though, is he listens. Then he listens and he listens to the install, he listens to the coaching points, and he learns from other people's mistakes. With the offense, coverage-wise, you guys have done it before, but putting Bradbury on Devontae Smith, seemed to kind of work into what your game plan was, allowed the other guys to play their assignments. Did you, was that kind of the plan going in and that were you impressed with Boyd Bradford? That was part of it and then there's also some adjustments within the game. You know, I mean, we've, look, in this game plan, there was, there was, you know, plan in terms of just matching up based on alignment as well as matching based on personnel. I think James has done a good job. Um, look, he's a guy that, you know, works extremely hard for us. He's a really good leader for us. And he really leads his style as, you know, he's a leader by example. He's not afraid to put his arm around the guy and challenge him. But James really comes to work every day. And there's a lot of days that, you know, there's a lot of things people don't know about James in terms of days that he comes there. Maybe we have a plan with the medical team. If we got to pull off this guy today, we got to get this guy a little extra rest. Next thing you know, you look out there and there's, there's 24 get one-on-ones. You know, and you kind of tell them, walk over and say, hey, James, you know, you can back you down a little bit right here. And they'll say, no, they're out here working. I want to get here too. I don't want me to get standing there watching. So you really appreciate and respect the guy who does that. You respect the way he works, and obviously he's a productive player for a lot of reasons. But to me, I think he's very productive because of how he works in practice and carries over the game. So, look, that number six, Smitty, he's a heck of a player, guys. I mean, he's a guy, when you play against him, you got to know where he's at because you know the quarterback knows where he's at. And he's got to make plays going down the field, and he can really challenge you guys. 
and he's an explosive player. Like I said earlier in the week, this guy I think is everything everyone thought he could be coming out. I mean, he's one of the top players at his position in the league, and that's a lot to say now at a young age. But this guy's really a special type of player, and you know we're obviously going to see him a whole lot. So we got to make sure that you know next time we see him, I'm sure they're going to have a different plan and find a way to match us up and create ways to get him open. We got to keep improving with our techniques as a team and put him in a position to be successful. I'll get to everyone. I'll get there. I promise. The ceremony is at halftime with Strahan, yep. so you're not seeing it, but. Does the team feel that? Does this team feel the presence of Strahan, especially at a game like this where the defense did carry it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And we talk about it, you know, earlier in the week in terms of like what's going on logistically at the game. You know, they come out for halftime stuff. But you know, with a guy like Strahan being honored, I mean, we're always big on the history of the organization, right? We talk about the area, the people we represent, and the history of the organization, who came before us in terms of you know who we represent. Look, let me be honest with you. When you get a guy, you know, being honored like that, you don't want to go out there and lay an egg. Well, let's just be honest with what it is. You don't ever want to do that, but you don't want to go out there. You know, Michael Strahan's out there being honored for the great player he was and we did for this team. You don't want to go out there and lay an egg, especially defensively, right? I mean, those guys are conscious of it. You know, Leonard Williams said to me, you know, I'll let him talk for himself, but Leonard said to me coming out after halftime, he goes, it's good to see Strahan out here, you know? And it's like they're very, very conscious of that. They're very conscious of the people who came before us, very conscious of the players you know, have made impact to this team over the years. You know, the only pictures we have in the building are former players, okay? We got the boroughs, we got the area of North Jersey, we got the you know area so everyone's alert and aware of you know who we represent to know the areas. And then we got pictures of former players. That's all we got. We don't need a bunch of you know motivational sayings and all that type of stuff. All we need is just who and where. That's all that's important. With the offense there, um, how much of an emphasis was put on trying to get the ball to some of your playmakers in space? You saw you guys try to get the ball really to Kenny in certain yeah. spots, Saquon, even Daniel it seemed like you know the plan early get him out in space to make some plays. How much was that an emphasis throughout the week? And was that, that was, that that was the, the emphasis, changes? Jordan. Yeah, Jordan, that was the emphasis period. Yeah, and I explained earlier in the week in terms of just how I see the game, and I see the game through players. That's just the way I see the game. And, uh, you know, to me, it's important to make sure that we're involving all of our guys. Uh, sometimes, you know, we were put in positions today to make some plays. Kenny made some huge catches for us down, you know, down the stretch. He's obviously an issue in the red area. We had two opportunities to get the ball to him in the end zone, um, you know, I'm not going to sit here and talk about anything, you know, what happened within the game, but obviously it's something that drew a lot of attention to it. And, uh, you know, look, it's all about players. That's it. It's what we do our job for. It's about the players. We want to put them in position to make plays, give them a chance to be successful. So in terms of the plan, look, there's not going to be any secret. The reality is, yeah, we're going to always look for a way to get the ball to our players. That's it. And when you were asked about the operation, what did you think about the actual play calls, the, the, the sort of the way that, you know, Freddie went about it and uh, – Sort of the, the rhythm to it that he, that he thought had. all those guys working together did a really good job of talking through the series, make some necessary adjustments. Not every play was perfect. Okay, there's a lot of things we have to go back and make sure we correct and keep pushing forward and working with. All right, and kind of looking at you know what worked, what didn't, how we can go ahead and improve on that. However, in terms of how those guys work together operationally with it, I was very pleased with it. I was very pleased with it. So, Joe, Joe, the, the last time you had the ball, the third and ten, mm -hmm. Daniel ends up rolling out, sliding. Is the idea there only throw it if a guy is wide open, or do you have to be aggressive there to try to get the first down and run out the clock? Well, they're going to use their last timeout right there, right? So we don't want to give them a freebie and then all of a sudden give them a drive with a timeout. So, yeah, that's part of it right there. I don't think it's really any kind of trade secret. I think everyone, you know, operationally within, the, you know, coaching, like, you know, understands kind of what you're doing there. So. I mean, look, there's times we can go ahead and just drop straight back and sit in the pocket and, and zing it down the field. We got confidence on doing that if you got the right matchup, if you got the right situation. For us today, you know, we had a lot of confidence in terms of how our defense was playing. 
Uh, look, I'm a big believer in kind of situationally managing the game. I thought it was, you know, big force right there that if they're going to get the ball back, we're going to make them play rushed. Frustrating only you hold the ball for 23 seconds in that spot. Say one more time. Was it frustrating only to hold the ball in 23 for 23 seconds on that drive that you weren't able to? I mean, four-minute football, which is the situation on run the clock. I ultimately want to go ahead and finish with the ball in your hand. But look, you talk through all the situations. So you talk about the second we get the ball back, the first person I go to, all right, is Freddie. Okay, and I talked to him and Duels and Jerry and Tyke and all the guys on the headset, and we're all talking about what we're thinking about. We've had these conversations throughout the week. So when we called those plays today, that's not the first time we talk about what we're going to call. And we talk about four-minute offense on Thursday night. We talk about it on Friday. We talk about it on the Saturday coordinators meeting. We talk about it in my office at the stadium today in terms of four-minute, two-minute, what are we thinking here? Then you get through the game and you say, okay, four minutes coming up, what are we thinking? So, you know, after I go ahead and hit them, if, okay, here's the flow of first, second, third down we got to start thinking about. Then I go right to T-Mac and Tom. I start talking about, okay, let's talk about the situations coming up. If we don't finish this right here, it's a got to have the punt situation. What are we expecting? Probably a rush, which is what we got. Okay, how are we going to handle this right here? How we handle the situation? Then I go to Pat, and it's like, all right, Pat, let's just be ready right now to play defense against a two-minute drill where they need a touchdown with no timeouts. So that's the situation right there, and you lay it out and you play it. Now, before that, there's other situations that come up as well. You know, so you got to talk through all the things that are coming up. I want all the coaches always thinking through processes and talking to the players. I don't want the players surprised. So when it hits third down and we're on offense, that punt team better be ready on the sideline, right? Because Tom and T-Mac got to talk to them about here's the situation, here's how we're going to address it, what are we expecting to get based on the history and tendency of the coordinator, based on the players they have. Is this more of a rush or return type philosophy here? How are they going to handle it? And then how do we handle it accordingly as well? And then defensively, you got to start talking about, all right, look, guys, Third down's coming up. I know what the offense is going to do. I know what the call is going to be because I hear it getting buzzed in. You start hitting pad of, okay, guys, here's what you're looking at scenario-wise. The ball could be here. The ball could be on this hash based on the direction we're going. Let's start thinking about how they're going to call this game and what they're going to do. So you always want to try and play ahead as much as you can right there. Joe, Joe the, last the, one. Last the only uh, touchdown was scored by a guy who had not had a reception in the NFL. Um, that's a play you have for your tight ends, right? He's just the next guy in there, so he does, he, you know, he gets that play that kind of blocks and then – well, we knew he was going to be the guy in there all week, so this wasn't a situation where, you know, Myrick just happenstance was in there. But, you know, that was a play designed for, you know, a couple different reads, and he ended up being involved in it and, and did a good job making it right there.